from the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Instructive talks with the staff. Really looking forward to getting with our team uh, this afternoon and then attacking it. What an opportunity to get better and really um, to have a week that we can really lay out who we are and what we're about and how we handle or how we respond to adversity. So looking forward to it. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marine Land Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Start off with this. I mean, we're a two and three football team um, because we lack consistency. I think that's been pretty clear. We've at times in every game this season we've played really good football in, in all three phases. I think you can go back and look at at different times where we played well, um, but we have we've not put a whole game together. I haven't been reading what y'all been writing, but I'm assuming y'all are talking about that, and uh, rightfully so. Is we, we've yet to put a whole game together. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. He sat down, and that's it. Triple zeros. That's the end of the game. They won't get another playoff, and Baylor holds on for the win. The Bears are 8-0 on the season. They're 5-0 in Big 12 Conference play. Winners tonight on Halloween over West Virginia, 17-14, the final score. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Two years ago, Baylor's three-point win over the Mountaineers in Waco. West Virginia won in double overtime last year in Morgantown, 27-21. In fact, uh, four of the last five games in this series have been single-score games. It's how tight the series has been, and the Bears and the Mountaineers uh, renew their uh, short but fun rivalry coming up this Saturday on the banks of the Brazos. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. We will visit with our good friend Tony Caridi, the voice of the Mountaineers, coming up in the hour. Tony does a great job for West Virginia. And uh, talk to him, get his perspective from a uh, from West Virginia uh, standpoint on the matchup this Saturday. Listen, Aaron, these are two teams that, that need a win. West Virginia is uh, two and three now. Remember, they took uh, Oklahoma down to the wire and lost on a last-second field goal, 16-13. to And then last week, uh, really inexplicably, they lost to Texas Tech, 23-20 at home. So they've dropped two straight, and they're coming to Waco looking to rebound from that. Baylor, of course, coming off their first loss of the year in Stillwater to, uh, to Oklahoma State, 24-14 last Saturday. So two teams that are really, really in need of a win this week. Yeah, and you've got to think that, I mean, I, I know no one in that program or would say it out loud, but you've got to think they were going into that game at home thinking, we're going to win this game. Right, you know, we'll, right. get, we'll, get, we'll get back on track. Then we have Baylor on the road. But, you know, that's a winnable game, and we'll be, you know, we'll be right back in it. And then Texas Tech wasn't having it. And that happens a lot of times when you get – everybody's going to get up for the Oklahoma game. Yeah. And when you get up for a game like that and you get that close, whether you win or lose, there, there's almost a always it's a letdown. A yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly, I think – and I'm not taking anything away from Tech's win. They played well, but there's always a little bit of a letdown uh, when you're coming off those big games, even more so when it's a tight loss like that, when you right. had a chance to knock off the number 16, yeah. you know. So um, they've got to be grilling a little bit, you know. But Baylor Baylor kind of is too. I mean, you you know how tough it is to win in Stillwater, but with the offensive struggles that they have, you know, you can't you can't feel super confident until you get on the field and, and do some things that work, you right. know. Heard from uh, Dave Aranda in the open also. And Neil Brown, the third-year head coach at West Virginia, 
the pride of Danville, Kentucky, uh, Boyle County High School in Danville is Neil Brown and doing a really, really good job there at West Virginia. He'll bring his Mountaineers to town this Saturday. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff. Uh, again, I'll keep reminding you, our coverage here begins at 7 a.m. With, uh, with Game Day Live and then 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, 11 a.m. kickoff Saturday for the Bears and West Virginia. If you want to feel better about the uh, early kick time, Aaron, just uh, just switch over to Eastern time and you can feel better about it. It's a noon, <laughs> it's a noon kickoff Eastern time. You know, honestly, I uh... – I, you know, I have to do the scoreboard show, so I'll be here till about late. midnight, right. you know, and I'll have to get up about uh, 5.45-ish. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. 5.30, 5.45. I can get up a little later because I don't have to do, you know, it's not like the the the, the weekdays when I have right. to get ready for right. your show and Matt's show and, uh, and uh, game time, but I do have to eat and let the dog out. Um so I'm thinking maybe 5.45-ish and get to the station about 6.20, you know. Well, see, just tell yourself that's Eastern time. Then well, you're getting up at 6.45, and you're getting here at 7.20. Well, what are the good thing about working in the service industry, especially working in the bars? Um, I, for for quite a while, did uh, 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 my shifts were – all four of my shifts were from Friday at 6 p.m. up until Monday at 6 p.m. Oh, really? So I'd work Friday night. Saturday night I would close, and Sunday I would open. Ooh, and then Monday day I would work. Yeah. So that fr- that's fr- uh, the Saturday-Sunday turnaround yeah. got me used to, you know, kind of getting by on, on a few hours sleep. And actually I'll get a little more than I would in that situation wow. okay. uh, this Friday. So yeah. I should be used to it. I should okay. be good to go. Yeah. And uh, who knows if we'll have any more. We could, but – Nothing scheduled right now anymore. 11 a.m. kickoffs could happen, but uh, it does happen this week, Baylor and West Virginia. That would be 11 a.m. Central Time. That would be noon Eastern Time where the uh, Mountaineers hail. All right, so uh, we'll visit with Tony coming up in just a bit. We look forward to that. How about this note? Just uh, preparing and looking over stats and things like this. Uh, two, Two stats for you. Baylor is plus five in takeaways on the year, plus five. Leads the Big 12 Conference, 16th in the nation. Really good in that category. Remember, they were plus three against Oklahoma State, but didn't get any points out of it. But still, plus five on the season in takeaways. That has been a real key for Coach Aranda in his uh, two years here in Waco. West Virginia is minus five. They are at the other end of the Big 12 standings. They're last in the league at minus five, like 125 third, I think, in the nation. So uh, that could be a real factor this weekend. Watch that. Watch the takeaways. Baylor's been very good in that area. West Virginia has not been good in that area. Here's another one, Aaron, and I'll get the – I'm looking it up in the Big 12 stats as I talk. But in total defense going into this game this week, all right, West Virginia is third in the Big 12 and Baylor is fourth in the Big 12. So right next to each other in the Big 12 standings in total defense. How close are they? Uh, And, by the way, the top two in the league in total defense are Iowa State and Oklahoma State, the two teams Baylor has played, and now they're playing the other team that's ahead of them, West Virginia. So, uh, you know, what does that say about Baylor? Um, You know, how, how well the Bears have done. They beat Iowa State. They lost to Oklahoma State. But they have played now, as of this Saturday, the top three teams in the league in total defense. But how close are Baylor and West Virginia? Um, West Virginia, through five games, has given up 1,579 yards. Baylor, through five games, has given up 1,580 yards. One yard difference between the two teams in five games. Wow, that's pretty incredible. Two tenths what is, of a yard I mean, per game. That's that's an amazing stat. It is, isn't it? That is wild. So, uh, so you can say West Virginia is third in the league in total defense, and they are by one yard, <laughs> two tenths of a yard per game over Baylor, which is fourth in the league. Um, so that that shows you a couple of really good defenses that are going against each other. Other notes. Um, uh, nothing as dramatic as that. Total offense, Baylor is now second in the league. They've been uh, tops for, I, I think, most of the year, but now number two behind Texas. West Virginia is eighth in total offense. Rushing offense, big difference there. Baylor is second in the league, and Baylor has been number one in the league, but Texas 
Behind Bijan Robinson has moved to number one in the Big 12 in rush offense. Baylor is second. West Virginia is dead last in rush offense. They're 112 yards per game. Uh, and Jerry Hill and I were talking. West Virginia has been under 100 yards rushing in all three of their losses this year. So, uh, so that's a big difference and a big factor uh, as these two meet up. Baylor's rushing game, really, really good. Uh, West Virginia has not been as adept in that area in rushing. But then the other side of that is West Virginia's defensive front um, has been really, really good. Uh, West Virginia uh, is, leads the Big 12 and is one of the top teams in the nation in sacks and in tackles for loss. I'm looking for the exact numbers, but that defensive front, and Dante Stills is back. Uh, one of the Stills brothers is gone. Darius Stills is gone, but Dante Stills is back, and we'll talk about that with Tony coming up in just a bit. Uh, I can't put my finger on that exact stat right now, but uh, as far as sacks, and uh, here it is, sacks by West Virginia, uh, 17 in five games. Baylor, by comparison, has six sacks in five games. So the Mountaineers are uh, tops in the Big 12 in that. And, uh, and then the other one was tackles for loss. The Mountaineers number one in the Big 12 in that as well. So talk about all that with Tony Caridi coming up in just a bit. We look forward to that. All right, off and running on this... Let me think. Wednesday afternoon, Baylor Coaches Show tonight, right? <laughs> Check me on that. You said that. I've 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 been running all day thinking it was Thursday. I hear you. I'm glad Almost you said, said that Thursday. because I have to stay here and and make sure make tonight. sure the right. coaches show gets on. Yeah, <laughs> we need I, you to stay. I'd have been like I'd have been like, all right, Tom, I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, and if man. he's not thinking, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, it is Wednesday, <laughs> think, but I had to yeah. think about it. I really did too. I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, it's Thursday, and uh, nope. It is not. This is one of those weeks, I don't know what it is, but all all these appointments and interviews and things like that, I've had to put in my on my schedule so I won't skip any of them, forget any of them. I don't know why, but there's just a bunch this week. Yeah, and, and, and I mean this in a good way because we've been so busy and we've had so many great guests on all the shows. Yeah. I mean, the, everything is just wall-to-wall. You know, from sure. from three to six, yeah. you know, as far as the shows go. So it's it, everything's kind of run together this week. You know, it's been a really hectic, fast paced yeah. week so far. It's true. And uh, it'll slow down a little bit tomorrow. And then, of course, it picks right back up Friday with yeah. uh, high school football. Very true. All right. Let's take a break. Back with more in a moment. John Morris show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. The Riesel Coaches Show with Tyler Crow is brought to you by B&M Barbecue and more. Well, Coach, coming off a 75-13 loss to Franklin, the number one team in the state last Friday, and they certainly lived up to that number one billing. Uh, no doubt. They, you know, they've got uh, some good kids and a good program going, and, uh, you know, Coach does a great job there, and they've got a lot of depth, too. So um, that's one of the big advantages I feel like they have. Um, a lot of people, not just in our district, but in the state, is um, they're able to sub kids in and out, and there's not a big drop-off. Now, what were they able to do against your team on offense that was so effective? You know, they um, they run the ball real well. Um, I think we gave up one touchdown pass, um, but they're, they're able to run the ball. Uh, they've got a stable of backs, um, you know, four, five, six kids they can hand the ball to and feel comfortable with. And so, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be a handful for anybody in the state this year, no doubt about it. Now this week you take on Lexington at home. Talk a little bit about Lexington, first of all, offensively. Uh, you know, they're, they're pretty balanced on paper, um, but it seems like early in the games they, they throw the ball quite a bit. And, um, you know, their quarterback's experienced. He's a returning starter, and they have plenty of skill kids out there. And, uh, you know, they do a real good job throwing the ball for sure. What about defensively? Uh, defensively, uh, they're real aggressive up front. And, uh, you know, they've got a lot more speed than they do size. Defensively, they play with uh, – you know, a little bit smaller kids um, in some positions and just rely on quickness. Um, but they run to the ball real well. They play, uh, you know, multiple coverages on the back end. And, you know, Coach, Coach has been there for a while, so his system's in. And, um, you know, those kids know what they're doing for sure. ESPN Central Texas. 
Satisfy your appetite with the great food at BM Barbecue and Warren Riesel. They specialize in slow cooked Texas style barbecue, and you can buy it by the pound, the plate, or the sandwich. Ask about their three meat and two meat combo plates. BM Barbecue and More also features a daily lunch special, plus all you can eat options. And don't forget to satisfy your sweet tooth with their homemade pies. A proud supporter of the Riesel Indians, BM Barbecue and More. Now open Wednesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Mac Rhodes, the director of athletics. When people go through adversity together, I think it can bring them, them closer together, and I really think that's that's happened for the eight of us. And then just excited for the four that uh, will be joining the, 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 the conference. And um, I, I, I think there's a, a special opportunity for, for the Big 12 to, to be better than it's ever been before. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and, again, very quiet conditions. Lows fall to 59 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow. It's going to be a hot day. Highs top out at 93 degrees and mostly sunny on Friday. About the same with a high of 92 Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Oh, I like it. The horns from Chicago. Welcome back. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Pleased you're with us this afternoon. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. How about Jeep Adventure Days going on now with the new 2021 Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever with beautiful curves and design. The Grand Cherokee carries itself with rugged elegance. With elegant interior, luxurious fabrics, and premium finishes, you can drive this incredible SUV. Come see the folks at Allen Samuels in Waco. That includes uh, the Ram Power Days going on now. Part of the family at Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. We mentioned in passing the Baylor Coaches Show tonight. Hope you can join us live from Rudy's. That would be 7 to 8 p.m. this evening. Make note of the new start time, 7 to 8 p.m., live from Rudy's tonight. This will be a fun uh, show. Nikki Collin will be with us, new Baylor women's basketball coach from 7 to 7.30. And then head football coach Dave Aranda will be with us from 7.30 to 8 coming up tonight. So really look forward to this hour tonight uh, with two of Baylor's uh, outstanding head coaches, and hope you can join us either in person at Rudy's tonight, 7 to 8, or right here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us, uh, if you can, for the Baylor Coaches Show coming up tonight. One of the things we'll talk about with Coach Collin is uh, just been released by the Big 12 Conference Office. Baylor women's basketball, uh, Nalissa Smith, has been named the Big 12 preseason Player of the Year and first team unanimous all-conference. So uh, a nice honor, not unexpected, for Nalissa Smith, named the Big 12 preseason women's basketball player of the year. Mm, Queen Egbo is on the uh, all-Big 12 team uh, in the preseason. And uh, Jordan Lewis, the transfer, has been named the Big 12 
preseason newcomer of the year. Graduate transfer from Alabama, third straight Baylor player to earn the preseason newcomer of the year award following Taya Cooper and DeJanae Carrington. So nice honors for the Lady Bears uh, going into this season. Uh, again, uh, uh, Nalissa Smith, Queen Agbo, preseason all Big 12, Lewis and Jamie Asbury, honorable mention selections going into the season. We'll talk about all that with Nikki Collin coming up on the Baylor Coaches Show tonight. All right, take a break. When we come back, turn our focus back to uh, football and zero in on Baylor in West Virginia this Saturday morning at McLean Stadium. Visit with the longtime voice of the Mountaineers, Tony Caridi. When we come back, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios, and we'll be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. The West Virginia Mountaineers are coming to Waco this Saturday to challenge the Bears at McLean Stadium. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, J.J., and Ricky. Bears Ears. Saturday from McLean Stadium. Here on the flagship station for Baylor football. ESPN Central Texas. Citizens State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizensStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Come as you are and enjoy food you won't forget at Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley's Shuck and Shack at the Route 77 Food Truck Park. Oakley's Rustic Grill features burgers, baskets, and po' boys, plus a Monday through Friday lunch special. One entree, two sides for $8.99. Try the buffalo mac and cheese. It's mac and cheese topped with buffalo fried chicken tenders. Or the Big Tex Burger, brisket and a chuck patty topped with cheddar cheese, applewood smoked bacon, onions, pickles, and barbecue sauce. Oakley's Shuck and Shack features fresh seafood, grilled cheese, and more. They have lobster served three different ways, plus Gulf and Blue Point oysters and oysters Rockefeller. A great place to refuel before or after the game, and you won't have to wait an hour to be served. Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley's Shuck and Shack at the Route 77 Food Truck Park, 17th and LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Open at 11 every day except Sunday. Climate-controlled inside seating is available. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchy Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchy Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchy Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchy Group at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Dallas Cowboys have released linebacker Jalen Smith. The Cowboys owe him his full $7.2 million base salary and will save $9.2 million on next year's salary. Looking to address the growing number of transfers, the NCAA Division I Council approved a one-year waiver that will allow college football teams to sign up to seven players to replace those who leave. The waiver will allow to sign 25 players plus as many as seven transfers, not high school 
school players to replace those who transfer out the first term. The Red Sox beat the Yankees last night in the wild card 6-2. Now will face the Rays. In the National League, the Cardinals and Dodgers tonight in the wild card. First pitch at 7-10. Catch the Scott Stewart Show tonight from Wings Pizza and Things in Temple on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 6 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Jarrett takes the ball. They rush for Deggie over the middle. Lobs it for Esdell. He's open. Makes the catch on the run. He's to the 40 of Texas Tech. 35-30 on an angle. Cuts back and they get him down at the 26. Rayshon Williams stopped the touchdown on a shoestring tackle. What a beautiful pass from Deggie to Isaiah Esdell. You're listening to The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Columbia's got the snap, dropping back, steps up, they got him sacked! Back at the 44-yard line. They rolled him up and they brought him down. Columbia sacked. For the first time this afternoon, it is a six-yard loss. Dante Stills and Akeem Mesidor make the hit on Columbia. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. I like cut courtesy of the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. The dulcet tones of the voice of the Mountaineers, Tony Caridi. Who joins us now? Honored to have a uh, longtime voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers uh, with us. And Tony, good afternoon to you. How you doing? Hi, JMO. How are you? Good to hear your <laughs> voice, buddy. Appreciate it. You too. So Aaron is here in the studio, and he's talking about what a short night it's going to be Friday. He's got to work late, got to get up early for our tailgate show. I told him just switch his watch to, to Eastern time, and it'll be an hour later. That's exactly right. Yeah. We we delight. We delight when we come on the road and it's 11 a.m. wherever we're playing. We absolutely love that. You take that noon Eastern time kickoff on Saturday. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah it's uh, and as you know, John, whenever you go on the road, you want to get there. You, you, when you're home, you want to play at night. When you're on the road, you want to get in, get out. So exactly. um, especially with the travels, it's better that way. Exactly. And you know all about travel. <laughs> has, has that gotten any better? I mean, are, have you just gotten used to it or, you know, where where are you with all your travel? John, I'm in the camp that it really doesn't matter. To, yeah. You know, the blatant the blatant truth of it is this: while coaches just always have to have something to um, discuss or cite as reasons, what's the reality? The reality is this: we're in the air at maximum two hours more. Mm-hmm. Most likely, it's between seventy-five to ninety minutes more. You know, and I know, John. That only means that's. We'd, we'd be in the hotel. So what's it matter? So to me, um, it just it is what it is, and that's that's the that's the price you have to pay in order to do this. That's a great approach. I like your approach. Very good. Uh, how's my man Neil Brown? I, you know, you know, I like Neil Brown, and uh, watched his entire press conference. So rewatched that today. How, how's he doing right now? He's struggling. He's hurting. Uh, Everyone's hurting. He's hurting. His staff's hurting. Players are hurting. The fans are hurting. And for, you know, the reasons is that uh, we've we've lost three games by a combined total of 12 points. Each of the last two weeks, we've lost on a, basically at Oklahoma, it was the last play of the game. It was a walk-off. And on Saturday, we had a field goal and we got the ball back with 18 seconds to go. So really super painful losses. And I think what's got people upset is that the all three have been self-inflicted. You know, uh, you can go back and say four turnovers at Maryland. You could say you were had the ball at the half-yard line against OU. You jumped off sides, and you had to settle for three instead of seven. And then last week, um, you fell asleep. And we're talking about what time the game starts. Someone forgot to tell the Mountaineers last week what time the game started. They <laughs> got right. down 17 to nothing and then outscored the uh, Red Raiders 20 to 6, but it was too late. So I think that's probably a huge part of the frustration is that it's not that they're being run off the field, but it's they're running themselves off the field. That's the biggest deal. Yeah. How about uh, the two quarterbacks? How's that working? How are they used? Uh, Who's playing? Is Daigie playing more than Green right now? 
He is. Deggie is the uh, is the guy that'll get the bulk of the snaps. They're trying to sprinkle in Green. The reason behind it is that Green gives the ability to run and attack the perimeter. And Jarrett, that's just not his game. Uh, Jarrett is a much more developed passer and does not give you that flexibility to attack the perimeter. And so I think what they're trying to do, John, is find the best of both worlds and doing that. However, that comes at a risk because until you really get that in a rhythm and comfortable, you're making substitutions and bringing a quarterback in and out during the series, and it cost uh, West Virginia a timeout on Saturday when they could have used it later in the game because – they run a whole different series of plays when Green's out there compared to Deggy. They put Green out, and as you probably heard Neil on his press conference, he called to play for Deggy. Right. But Green was the quarterback. And so you blew a timeout there. We had another situation where a kid just had a missed assignment. You blew another one. And so, as you know, when you don't have an overabundance of talent, you cannot make mistakes. And those are the things that have proven to be fatal to this point. All right, uh, are you guys ever going to run out of Stills Brothers in the in the defensive line? There's one more. I know there is. I know. And those <laughs> no, but, guys have and eaten us up. Yeah, well, i tell you what's weird, what's crazy, is that I, I don't know if the other one will be a, you know, a, a Division One player, but what's crazy is that not only have we had Darius and Dante, but on our basketball team, and you're familiar with this, John, we've got Jalen Bridges. Oh, yeah. And he, he's from the same high school. Huh. And, and I'm telling you what, I don't know how to put it into context for your listeners, but that is not this, like, it's not one of those high schools like in Austin, Texas, that has, like, all these D1 guys. I mean, it's a small little school. Huh. And, and as a result of that, it doesn't even play in the highest classification in West Virginia. Wow. And so for, to have that many guys come out of there, it's pretty amazing. I uh, you remember how those guys have just eaten us up. Uh, Darius Stills, I think, had five and a half sacks in two games against Baylor, and I was yeah. so surprised last year when he didn't get drafted. I thought on his Baylor games alone, you know, he would have gotten drafted. Did he catch on with anybody? He has not. He okay. was with the Raiders. I think John, in that particular case, size-wise, literally the height, yeah. um, probably was his was his downfall. Yeah. And sometimes you you see that, but he didn't have that typical NFL size for that position. And at this point, he's out. Mm. And when you say there's one more of the Stills brothers, that's one after Dante, right? That's one after Dante. Oh my yeah. gosh! Um, okay. Yeah. yeah, and I think he's still in. I, I can't keep track. Maybe high school, or, but uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly where he is as far as you know that level of play. That's wild, isn't it? Uh, isn't it amazing when you look at this series? How four of the last five games have been one score games. I mean, we've had some yeah. really tight games here lately. We have, and I was talking with Neil earlier today about it that this series that has you know was only in existence. This will be the tenth. Uh, or, yeah, this will be 10. We've played 10. This will be 11. Mm-hmm. Um, these have been unbelievable games. Our very first game no one will ever forget in the league was the 70-63. to 63. And then the next year you guys were laying in wait <laughs> and, and ran us off. And then we got you guys, I think, when you were top five, like you might have been three or four um, in just this penalty-marred mess and so I, they've been spirited. They've settled down because I was, again, you know, chatting with Neil about it today. When we first started playing one another, you guys had receivers with one foot on the sideline and the other foot on the sideline, and yeah. so did we, right? Yeah. Everything was right. vertical. Right. And now um, with the way you guys are playing, everything is much more – it's run-based or it's run based and, and, and things like that. And so uh, it certainly has changed. Even the style of play has changed. Along those lines, uh, what's going on in the West Virginia running game? I mean, I, th- I think of Letty Brown as a really, really solid Big 12 back, but it, it just looks like the productivity hadn't been there on a consistent basis. Two things. I think that the offensive line hasn't improved as much as we thought it would be, and it's still extremely young. Uh, this is a really young team, John. Uh, 71% of the guys on offense are freshmen, sophomores. 60% on defense are freshmen, sophomores. Everyone on the offense that you'll see on Saturday can come back next season. In all likelihood, Letty Brown, the running back, will go. 
And other than that, that kind of that, that underscores the youth on this team when you think about it, that everyone can come back. And so I think the O-line has not developed as quickly as they had hoped. And I don't necessarily think that Letty to this point is having the kind of season uh, that he had hoped for. And hopefully, you know, he snaps back because he was a a thousand yard rusher last year. And at this point, it's going to be a struggle to get there. Yeah. And I'm not picking on him. I'm just saying, I I I think very highly of him. Yeah, I really do. Um, How how do you think this game plays out? Uh, Low scoring, mid scoring, high scoring? Uh, We know it's going to be close. I mean, you can just anticipate it being close in the end. Yeah, we'll talk about coming the full circle. So that, as I mentioned earlier, that first game between these two teams was 133 points. Right. The odds makers for Saturday have the over under at 41. Oh wow! <laughs> so, so, so I think I think we're probably leaning that way. To yep. me, John, this game comes down to what I mentioned when we first started chatting, and that is, does West Virginia continue to suffer through self-inflicted wounds? In other words. Is West Virginia going to turn it over? Um, Are they going to commit penalties? I do think that this game comes back to a real root and basic principle of the game of football, and that is who can run it. And obviously you guys are going to try, and I don't know exactly what plan of attack we have, but if West Virginia cannot stop or neutralize the Bears on the ground, then we'll put ourselves in in a difficult spot. We've got to be able to neutralize and stop the run, and then the whole thing comes down to do you hold on to it, and can you stop beating yourself with those penalties? Those will, those will be the telltale signs. And I think at the end of the game, that's what we'll do. We'll just look at that and say turnovers, penalties, uh, rush defense, where are you? That probably is going to lead us to who has more points. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely with that. Hey, final thought, uh, and I'm not sure if we've talked about this, but what do you think about the four new schools that will be added to the Big 12? Uh, best case scenario, I think, for what we were put into. And, you know, with those two leaving, I do think those four uh, make a lot of sense at this point. And, you know, good with it. Uh, we will, for West Virginia, getting back to the time and the whole thing, uh, it will give us two teams in the East Coast. Yeah. And so with Central Florida and with Cincinnati. And so, you know, really good programs. Obviously, Cincinnati's just having an unbelievable year. We know that Central Florida is absolutely committed to doing it at an extremely high level. Uh, BYU has proven uh, that they are, you know, viable each and every year, and they want to be really, really good. And so for those reasons, uh, I think that those are, those are good additions in a, uh, you know, in an unfortunate, in my opinion, in an unfortunate situation um, that happened. I, I understand the, the thought process for Texas and Oklahoma, but I really super wonder out loud if five, seven, eight years from now, once they're in and doing the thing, if they look at it and say, that was a great move on our part. I'm wondering that. Yeah, very good point. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, Always great to visit with you. Look forward to seeing you Saturday. And, again, thanks for your time today. Well, John, I look forward to seeing you. And from what I'm told, I won't be able to – I won't need to look for you. All I'll see is this unbelievable shining gleam coming off your basketball national championship (laughs) ring. That's how I'll know where you are. I got you. Where's where's Morris? Just follow the shine from the ring. (laughs) That is great. (laughs) Tony, thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thanks. Okay, buddy. Be good. See you Saturday. All right, thanks. Appreciate it. Tony Caridi, the great voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers, great guy, and uh, and here's what you need to know about Tony. Um, I I think I mentioned this the other day. We had a Big 12 announcer Zoom call that was just kind of a, you know, kind of a COVID adventure, you know, and all of us on there and uh, needed one person to be the the, the host, to be the question asker of, of us, of our group. And uh, Tom Bowman at Learfield selected Tony to be that guy. So that says a lot about him right there, that out of all of us, Tony was the guy that, uh, that uh, Learfield picked to uh, be the host, if you will, uh, and uh, ask the questions of all the others. So really good guy, very, very well respected, not only in our league but around the country and does a great job as you heard the highlight cuts coming in. And it will be fun to visit with him. Oh, and I didn't mention this when he was on, Aaron, but uh, you know this uh, trend of uh, Big 12 announcers writing children's books 
that all started with Tony. Tony did one. He was the first person to do one in our league, and it was, I want to say, a year or two ago, maybe longer than that. Uh, but then Toby Rowland at Oklahoma followed suit, and Brian Haney at Kansas followed with a book of his own. And uh, just last week, uh, John Walters at Iowa State uh, debuted his book uh, from Iowa State. So Tony got all that started, and I know those other guys you know, really leaned on Tony to get his input and his advice as they did children's books as well. So do look forward to seeing uh, him in the uh, McLean Stadium press box on Saturday. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Talk a little baseball. Look ahead. National League play-in wildcard game coming up tonight. Red Sox bounced the Yankees last night. Have some birthdays and plenty more when we come back. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. Brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine. Believe no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offers a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Check it out. Take time to live the pontoon life. Experience the Crest Standard of Excellence, powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. The Mart Coaches Show with Kevin Hoffman is brought to you by InCommons Bank. Coach, you're coming off of a uh, open week. Talk a little bit about how you treated the week and what you got done this past week. Yeah, we just uh, we, we tried to keep it as normal as possible. Uh, you know, we kept our same practice schedule, uh, you know, scaled it back maybe 10 or 15 minutes, but uh, tried to keep the same uh, – intensity tried to keep the same things going that we've been working on to get better and uh kind of had an early prep for uh chilton our next opponent and uh, you know we also had a jv uh and junior high games uh last week during our open week so we tried to uh make sure that our jv got a little extra uh so they would be prepared for their game so uh, but just tried to keep the week as normal as possible and everybody has a different philosophy when it comes to an open date, and it sounds like you look for normalcy during that during that open week. Yeah, we don't try to uh, change things too much. Uh, you know, we we try to uh, keep our normal routine: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday routine, and uh, not deviate too much from that. Talk a little bit about Chilton, your next opponent. Obviously, this is a quality uh, football team you're going to play on Friday night. <clears throat> Oh yeah, they're five and zero. Uh, Coach James and his staff has has done a uh, a wonderful job, um, you know, getting those kids uh, to play hard and and getting Chilton uh, back on the map. You know, per se, uh, you know, they've always had a, a rich tradition and won, you know, a couple state championships there. And uh, so um, he's got them playing uh, hard, getting after it, and they're they're really talented. Is the key to this whole thing their their foot speed, or are they are they a physical football team? I mean, what is their key? Yeah, they're they're uh, uh, they're big up front, and uh, you know their their skill kids are are as as quick and fast as you know what we might put on the field. So uh, uh, I, I think it's going to come down uh, to uh, the trenches. You know who wins the who wins the battle up front in the offense and defensive lines uh, because we're we're very similar uh, everywhere else. ESPN Central Texas. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this 2021 football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Hey Waco, need a fresh start to your morning? Tired of the same old cup of joe? Come on down to Common Grounds. We serve all your favorite plus several options on our signature menu you cannot find anywhere else. Try our world famous cowboy coffee. You can get it either piping hot or ice cold, any way you like it. We're open all day from 7am to 11pm at our 8th Street location next to Baylor University and 6am to 9pm at our Woodway location next to Slow Rise Pizza. So if you need to pick me up or just wanted a beautiful space to connect and unwind, come on down to Common Grounds where you're sure to experience more than just coffee. Wake up the right way, Waco. 
Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. Back with us, John Morris Show, final segment on this, yes, Wednesday afternoon. Aaron and I started the hour reminding each other, yes, that it's Wednesday. And a reminder again about the Baylor Coaches Show that comes up tonight. Looking forward to that. Uh, 7 to 8 p.m., live from Rudy's. It's here on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, also live at Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Uh, Aunt Reen already texted me today, and she said she's going to be there, so we look forward to that. And also, Nikki Collin will be there, Baylor women's basketball coach, and, uh, of course, Dave Aranda, Baylor head football coach. So, big hour ahead, 7 to 8 p.m. tonight, live from Rudy's for the Baylor Coaches Show. Um, Matt Mosley is coming up next, top of the hour, 3 to 4, and then Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, and Aaron with game time, 4 to 6 this afternoon. So, stay tuned for all of that. Let me uh, give you some birthdays uh, today. Our friend Michael Teichelman's birthday is today. I think it's a big 5-0 for Michael. So, if you know, you know Michael and Sarah Teichelman, uh, tell Michael happy birthday today. The Teichelmans, Aaron, were our good friends who kept our dogs when we went to Indianapolis. And uh, What'd you go to Indianapolis for? <laughs> <laughs> Remember the aforementioned little vacation? Oh, that's right. <laughs> that, yeah, there was yeah, basketball that games. That's, that's right. It. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and and this was the trip where we I was going to go and come back and then go back if Baylor won, and and it was going to be a five day trip, and then I'd be back to get the dogs, and ended up went up there and didn't want to risk coming home and getting back, so I just stayed. And it ended up being an 11-day trip. So we asked them, hey, can you keep our dogs? Well, sure, no problem, five days. And then we call from up there, hey, can uh, can they stay an extra six days with you? And Sarah and Michael were so gracious uh, to do. Of course, of course, no problem now. Now, they were excited. Believe me, they were excited about Baylor basketball winning the national championship. And, in fact, might have made their way to Indianapolis if they didn't have all these dogs to take care of. But uh, they were so nice, and we uh, are eternally grateful to uh, the Teichelmans for that. And happy birthday to Michael Teichelman today. Uh, it's Linda Wallard's birthday today. Happy birthday to Linda here in uh, Waco area. Doug Goller's birthday is today. It's Becky Bradley's birthday. Happy birthday to Becky down at, uh, at UMHB. Happy birthday to her. Michael Hillman's birthday is uh, is today as well. I just saw Michael. Where was that? Oh, I think it was at the uh, 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 Little League game uh, the other night. Happy birthday to Michael. Uh, it's Lindsay Castillo's birthday today. Happy birthday to her. And I think that's it. Let me check one other list. But I think that's it birthday-wise today. Um, yep, that's it for me. Who, who uh, anybody else to add, Aaron? Just one. Elizabeth Shue turns okay. 52 today, her of every movie made in the 80s. <laughs> um, she was in a bunch, well, she wasn't in everyone, but she was in many uh, of the biggest ones. She's been in a ton of movies, but she was starting The Karate Kid. She played Michael J. Fox's girlfriend in Back to the Future, so it wasn't a huge role, but she was in it. Uh, she co-starred in Cocktail with Tom Cruise. I mean, just – and uh, she starred in Adventures in Babysitting. Nice. Four of the biggest movies of the 80s. She was also in uh, – uh, co-starred in Leaving Las Vegas where uh, Nicolas Cage won his Academy Award and a few others. But uh, happy birthday to Elizabeth Shue, who actually reprised her role from The Karate Kid on Cobra Kai oh. Season 3. Okay. She came back because she was Johnny's girlfriend in the first one, and then she dumped him and – was with Daniel, and then she dumped Daniel at the beginning of Karate Kid Part 2 where they went to Japan. It was kind of to drive the plot along. That yeah. way he would be single when they went to Japan. Yeah. But 
um, she reprised her role. It was pretty that. cool. Yeah, they they that's one cool thing about that series. They brought back everybody from the movies, but they found a way to write them in without it, you know, feeling like they forced, forced them in. Them in yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's a really good series. I highly recommend it. If I you saw seen that it. listed, but I never watched it. But it, it's good. If if you like the original Karate yeah. Kid, okay. you will love it. Okay, it just. It, it it picks up 20 years later, or actually more than 20, what, 30 years later? Wow, it's probably right. A, if, from the, if it was in the 80s, yeah, it's about 30 years ago. Wow, and how old did you say Elizabeth Shue is? 50, was she 52 or 57? Let me double check that. 58, I'm sorry. 58. I said okay. I said it wrong both times. She's 58. <laughs> okay, so. very good. That's it's kind of surprising, but it's kind of not, because I guess when those movies came out, she was older than I yeah. was, you know. Okay, very good. All right, uh, anybody else? That's it? Just that's, Elizabeth That's Shue. it. Nobody I, else I do, today. I do have one more to add, okay? And this would fall in the, uh, I, I'm guessing, sort of celebrity uh, category today. Uh, it's Lonnie Johnson's birthday today. Do you know the name Lonnie Johnson? Sounds familiar. Yeah. I would not have before I heard about this. Lonnie Johnson is a former... Uh, U.S. Air Force uh, man, 12-year stint at NASA. He worked at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory at NASA. And what did he do with all that? So pretty sharp guy, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty smart guy, Lonnie Johnson. Uh, yeah, I'd say so if what? he worked at the Jet Propulsion Lab. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. So what did he do with all that? He's the guy that invented the super soaker. Really? Yes. But that's great that he turned, because you have to be pretty close to genius level to work yeah. there. Oh, yeah, so exactly. So he turned that into finding a simple idea that you would think and hopefully made him rich. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it did. Yeah. 200, what did I hear, $200 million in sales for the uh, for the super soaker. Wow. So former NASA, uh, former NASA engineer, uh, jet propulsion lab worker, uh, an inventor of the super I'm soaker. retiring from the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Oh, really? You're going in uh, the private sector, you know, maybe Boeing or somewhere yeah. like that? Yeah. Nope. I invented this big squirt gun. Squirt gun. <laughs> and it made me rich, and I'm out of here. Exactly. That's so great. That's a great story. Isn't that great? So Lonnie Johnson is the name, and there's part of his history. And uh, I just think that's pretty cool to go from NASA to inventing the super soaker. And I'm sure he was well paid at NASA. Probably, you know, nothing like the money he made. It wasn't super, super soaker money. Soaker. I can promise you that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so add Lonnie Johnson to the birthday list today. All right. Great list there. Hey, we appreciate you being with us. We appreciate uh, Tony Caridi, the voice of the Mountaineers, on with us. If you missed any or all of that, you can go back and catch it. Aaron has it up on the website at SyntexSportsFan.com. SyntexSportsFan.com. Interviews, full shows, everything is available there and available on social media. Just search at 1660 ESPN. Yeah, that the interview with Tony Caridi is already up on Facebook and uh, Twitter if you want to listen to that. And then the whole show uh, will be up uh, on the website immediately after the show. As soon as we say goodnight, yeah. right? So yep. you can catch it all. You can find it all online. Uh, and on social media. Very good. As soon as we hear Tony say it's a great day to be a mountaineer, with the, you'll put it up on the site. Right? That's exactly right. That's his, uh, that's his famous sign-off. All right, we appreciate Tony being with us. Uh, Aaron, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. Hey, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. And it is a great night to be a mountaineer wherever you may be.